at episode five. Last time we were on, I said episode three, but we were really episode four. Were we episode four? So I'll get it right this time and say we're on episode five of the Great Chicago Rebuild podcast. My name's Logan Bradley. I'm here with Alex Moss. Hello, fans. Hello, family. And, Hello, everybody. Uh, we're kind of soaking in the news that just happened about an hour ago. And Alex, are you disappointed that you moved from L.A.? <laughs> yeah. It seems like everything good happens to L.A. now that I'm gone. And, um, you know, if you are if you haven't heard about it yet, which you definitely will have heard about this by the time we drop the podcast, but LeBron James signed a four-year, $154 million contract to play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers, making the Eastern Conference yeah. even more of just a bare cupboard of basketball sadness but uh what are your what are your initial thoughts on well it? i have been on team lebron go to philly i think i still think that's what he should have done i think it would have been best for like his basketball career if he needs any help with that yeah i think it, basketball wise i think he's gonna be all right yeah i think he's fine i think this is what a lot of people expected i'm not i'm certainly not surprised it was it was just so hard to imagine anything else happening i i I get like before the decision was made i kind of ended up thinking that i thought he was going to take a one-year deal with the Cavs for whatever reason just to be like okay for my legacy i'm gonna prove my allegiance to cleveland and be like i'm gonna give you one more chance I thought that was going to happen, but I mean, the only other option in my mind would have been LA, and I think I might have said it on a podcast. I think you earlier, might have said it. I don't. I think remember. you might have said it. It's not like it was a huge prediction. You you could see it coming. I thought maybe the media was putting too much hype or emphasis on it, and maybe that's just. And I kind of assumed, well, most of me is in LA. Makes sense that they would kind of drive that narrative. I know he's had a relationship with Ben Simmons in the past, and I thought that they were. You know, I thought that would just be a cool, like, uh, mentor-mentee, pass-the-baton sort of deal. But uh, now he gets to deal with LeVar Ball. I was going to say, he's he's so, got a different mentee now in we'll Lonzo see. Ball. Yeah, I mean, looking at all the details, I think at this point, you know, he's looking for a place where he can start working on post-NBA. I mean, post-basketball. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be there the rest of his life. He's got yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. But the most underrated part of this that I'm most excited about is those nights where you're just flipping through yeah. the channels at like 10 30 p.m mm-hmm. and you you come to espn and usually it's like a lakers lakers raptors uh, game yeah, and you're yeah. like well yeah. <laughs> i mean sure this is kind of interesting yeah. but now you flip to that and you get lebron james and, and you add LeBron that in the picture yeah under underrated i don't know i think i watched as many late Lakers slash Clippers games as I did any other team because yeah. of that. Yeah, they're always so on. So like the fun. Red Sox, like the ESPN likes showing the Red Sox, Yankees, and the Lakers when they're decent. Yeah, yeah. And so exactly. they're gonna you're gonna see a lot gonna of Lakers all games on ESPN the time now. Uh, who uh, a team that fine. won't be on the ESPN <laughs> a lot is the Chicago Bulls probably, nope, but, but that's yep. one less person, one less. I mean, the biggest name in the Eastern Conference. Is it is it ridiculous to say that like oh the Bulls could probably make the playoffs now because they they're they they leap yeah. they leap the Cavs immediately with LeBron yeah the James Cavs are out now yeah. like who can't really make the Eastern Conference playoffs now I'm like to think I, of like the Hawks the Hawks yeah I mean maybe maybe Trey Young is just the man maybe he yeah. dr- gives them uh, the eighth seat I mean that's the thing it's so wide open at this point. 
I guess there's probably only a couple of teams that have no shot. Like, I don't see Brooklyn making it. No. Uh, I don't so. see a lot of teams like that. But, like, the Knicks, you know, Kristaps comes back healthy. Yeah. I could see them absolutely making a charge. Anyone else? No, but who <laughs> has anything Kevin else Knox. anyway? Yeah, Kevin Knox would be good. I mean, the, the teams that are really excited about this are obviously Boston. I think Boston could still end up taking it. Like, I really think if that whole team gels and yeah. clicks and all that. Brad um, Stevens is going to be able yeah. to, like, give players naps in the right, middle of games. Right, right. Kyrie better not be injured next Gordon year. Gordon Hayward's going to play, like, a total of 64 <laughs> minutes in the regular season <laughs> yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah. And Kyrie's going to play about 30 games. Yeah. But going back to the Bulls, yeah, they could make the playoffs. Absolutely. I think if Levine signs, which, based on the two the teams that are, like, circling, my God, Zach, you want to go live in Sacramento? Yeah. You want to go live, I mean, Atlanta with, I mean, is Trey Young really somebody you want to go to the Hawks with? Or do you want to live in Chicago, dude? And I don't then get he, it. Earlier today, the a Bulls beat reporter, Nick Friedel, he, he tweeted, from Bulls' perspective on Levine, four years for $60 million has always felt like preferred number to them. At 23, nobody is sure what kind of player he'll become. If right. I'm the Bulls, I'm not going to too much higher than that because I'm still not convinced he's worth that big of an investment. All like fair things and Zach Levine responded to that with like a crying laughing face emoji. So like apparently well, Zach Levine thinks he's worth a max contract and immediate like this conversation started and you hear like like you were mentioning those two teams that are interested. You've got the Sacramento Kings and you've got the Atlanta Hawks and it's like I, I right there. Get it. Right there. Let's pause. Nobody else is really interested. interested. Those two teams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're relative. I mean, like, yeah, ex- that's a great Relevant point. for a while. And it's just, I just see Gar Pax, I like, just freaking out, being like, okay, sign him to a max max offer. And, right. And crippling this rebuild before it even starts. I could definitely see Sacramento overpaying a lot for yeah, him, him because they, Vladi is going to do that. I mean, I mean, guy, I would say I would say Sacramento is interesting because they just have got Bagley, who I think is going to be the best player out of the draft. I think Darren Fox still has shows a lot of signs of shows some promise. I just I can't imagine going to the one of those two teams. I mean, from Zach Levine's perspective, mm. do you really think you're going to be able I don't to? Know. Maybe you're excited by Trey Young. Maybe, but but can I you just, play alongside? Like I don't know. I yeah, think, the bottom line is just those two teams being the two potential suitors right now for driving up the price of a guy who just can't play defense, is a good scorer, and has just scorer. coming off a torn ACL. Yeah, he's know. a good scorer, but you've already had yeah. a huge injury, and I, I just I don't think that's I don't think it's smart for teams. To, I, I I agree with essentially what the Bulls are looking at. Like, I think four years, 60 million. If he's not going to take that, that to me is a shame on his end. Yeah. Why not stay in Chicago? Go Like, go in the... I think our rebuild is actually quite a bit better than it looks like Yeah, I always paper. wonder how much players actually take something I don't like know. that into consideration. I don't know. That's a good... I mean, that ultimately... Or, I mean, because when you're staring at that much money, it's just like, man, well, as much as I'd love to... Yeah. screw around to Chicago and and do this cute little rebuild like I've got you know you if gotta, you have ten extra million dollars sitting on the table yeah I'd live in I live in Sacramento I guess I'd live in uh, I'd do just about anything anywhere. for the amount of money ten million that these yeah. guys are talking about yeah exactly. think about I mean obviously Zach Levine but LeBron James is going to be making how much was it thirty eight point four a year 
38 and a half million. 38 a and a half million average a year. That over the four years. And think about all the, I mean, not that he was having trouble getting endorsements, but now that he's in LA, in Hollywood. Yeah, he's going to make a bunch of really a, shitty movies. Yeah, and he has a media company as well. Yeah, he does. How much money is he going to make? All the money. Infinite, all Infinite, of it. All the money. <laughs> yeah, all of When's it. he going to buy the NBA? <laughs> That's why it was just yeah. like so obvious. He's going to LA. He's, you, he's yeah. got the world by the the balls. Yeah, he does. Not that he didn't before, but now it's really like firmly in his palm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of having the world by the balls, let's talk about the White Sox. It's and only a matter of time. We are almost to the halfway point of the season. Basically, the the storylines are. When is Eloy and Kopech going to come up? But uh, yeah. outside of that, just from your perspective, let's do a little uh, first half MVPs. And, you know, we'll even throw throw the Cubs in there. But sure. uh, White Sox, who's your Going first with a surprise guy. guy. Well, I don't know if he's a surprise guy. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez. Okay. Looking at his stuff, he's by far, in my opinion, our number one starter. I mean, granted, on a roster of is he? trash. Keep, when you look at his keep, stats, keep yes. Saying, keep, keep giving your case. Yeah, so when you look at his stats, he's got the lowest ERA of all the uh, starting pitchers, lowest batting average against of all the starting pitchers. He has only surrendered, let's see here, he surrendered 88 hits. You might think that's a lot of hits. Uh, <laughs> best on our roster uh, of all of our starters. Yeah. He started 17 games, which is uh, second only to uh, Shields. Scott Shields. Scott Shields. Uh, James Shields. But, yeah, no, I, I think he's been – and he's very young, and I really do. I watched the game today. He got himself in a little bit of trouble, but the defense didn't do anything for oh, him as God, well. That I mean, the oh, the story of my 2018 God. is the White Sox defense not doing any right, favors for right. anything. And, I mean, his ERA right now is three six eight. He's given up 41, 47 runs, 41 of them earned. That I mean, given up six runs – unearned runs i'm Mm -hmm. sorry that's a lot of runs he gave up two today on that Mm -hmm. i think the most encouraging thing about lopez so far this year and i think it was something that i tweeted not too long ago is that in the majority of his starts that he's made this year he goes at least six innings yeah and then in multiple cases he's gone you know seven and a third seven and two thirds eight innings like a couple times which for a young guy when you look at all these other pitchers that the socks are bringing through the system and they're having control issues like giolito like kopech and not really maybe being able to go as deep into games kind right. of Carson Fulmer. I mean, yeah, like Fulmer. It's just that the bottom line for me is like innings that have come from him and the fact that he's shown he can work around things yeah. like you said he did today. Today, I saw something really crappy, kind of great. God, Adam Angle made the worst play I've ever seen. Doesn't sound like um, him in the field. Yeah, he went to go catch something. He kind of hesitated. He stopped, and it just, the ball went right by mm-hmm. him. Gave up a one out triple. They he the runner the runner. I can't think of who it was right now, but probably could have gotten an inside the park home run. But there was one out. You don't want to necessarily do that. And the um, sad thing is, Angle's like our best defensive outfielder. Right, right. And then the next <laughs> the next hitter hit a hard ground ball. I mean, it would have been a tough play, but. Certainly should have been made by Yolmer Sanchez, who we love. And that gave up a run. That guy ended up getting to second. I think there was a base hit. Anyway, bases got loaded, and he went down 3-1 to a guy, came up, struck him out. 
And he walked the next guy in four pitches, which I didn't like. But when you're in, if it was like 98 yeah. degrees out there, it's tough. It's stressful. Comes back. Isn't 98 degrees was a band, right? Before 98 band. was, yes. They were a band. <laughs> and Nick Lachey, the leader of that band, of course, married Jessica Simpson. Nick Lachey, what happened to him? He's a I huge I don't know punk. what happened to Nick Lachey. All right, let's get, let's get back to Reno. Right, That's he, on me. He could be playing. He could be degrees. playing for the Brooklyn Nets, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but he came back. Next guy after he walked, struck the guy out in three pitches on three beautiful pitches. Mm-hmm. He's kind of got that mentality of a of an ace, or at least a grinding a grinded out pitcher, like mm-hmm. an 05 pitcher. Sure. I, and I like his stuff. I think he's a. I think he. Whatever our rebuild is, I really strongly hope he's involved. I'm I mean, also, he sticks with it. I'm and very he stays confident that he'll be there. So my first half MVP is someone that I just never would have expected me to be saying, but it's James Shields, the, no. the, <laughs> the fireballing <Yeah>. right-hander, <laughs> yeah. James Shields. God, I mean, ever since he came to the White Sox, I, I've i been disgusted with him. Like, the, it just he, he was seared into my mind those first, like, three to four starts he had when he came over when he gave up God. eight, or it felt like, close to eight earned runs in like two innings. It felt like he was giving up 50 runs an inning. But from the start, I also said, hey, if he can come in and look, we know at this point that we're going to be a bad team for these next couple of years while we have him. Like after that first year, it was clear. We started the rebuild and everything. So I was like, all right, pitch him until his arm falls off. And to this point this year, like, there's been so many starts where he just goes out, and you can you can tell the days where he just doesn't have his mm-hmm. stuff. It's not most days, but there's definitely a good amount more. Yeah, now that he's yeah. 36 years old, and he really, you can tell he's he's crafty with what he does, yeah. which is like what you call just an older he's pitcher. A crafty can, guy. Put up numbers. Jamie he's, Moyer he's, was a crafty Jamie pitcher for crafty. 100 years. Yeah. yeah. But, but he, I mean, he has, and he's gone out, and he's had a lot of outings. I mean, I think the last outing he went seven innings, like no earned runs or one earned yeah. run or something like that. He's, he's done good. that many times this year. But even those first innings, every first inning, he loads the bases. But he'll get out of it most gets of the time. Gets out of it. He so, gets out of it. I mean, I don't like him. I still don't like James Shields, but he's my first first half White Sox MVP, and I appreciate him. I appreciate, I appreciate him, him too. Him. And you know what else gives him a strong MVP vote? You might be able to get something for him. Now. I know. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? I thought that like was he's just honestly a guy that him right. along with uh, Xavier Sedano, who's mm-hmm. just been out of nowhere, just a lights out lefty out of our bullpen. Yeah, yeah, he's and great. Our, our and Soria are our three biggest trade chips, but Rick Hahn always ends up finding those just yeah. arms. Yeah, the scrap heap arms. Not that that that's what his original idea was when he took <laughs> Shields for Fernando Tatis. I think yeah. he was hoping he'd lead a playoff run and, yeah. and such, yeah. but it worked out. I guess it's working out in the long term. Yeah, we might have lost that battle pretty good, but we we're hopefully going to win the war. Yeah, we'll we'll just might win, win, but we're going to put up a yeah. hell of a fight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> go down swinging. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, since you start with the Sox, I'll start with the Cubs and. My first half MVP, another one that I never really would have thought I would end up saying, but is it was Kyle Schwarber. He's not like he's not doing incredible. Like his two thirty nine batting average is not is obviously not good. But like, are you gonna you think Kyle Schwarber is gonna hit two seventy? No, he's probably no. never gonna do anything like that. Especially but in the field. Key numbers is 
372 on base percentage, which is is good, mm-hmm. and a 487 slugging percentage was good as well, and an 859 OPS. So just a good overall line. And the, the thing is, like, I mean, you you have Anthony Rizzo who's struggled. You have Chris Bryant who's struggled a little bit. And, he's he's but turned now he's around, on the DL. but yeah, but now he's, he's hurt, on the DL right? and he's hurt. And you've had a lot of guys that. I think Cubs fans and we're hoping would have bigger years. Addison Russell, Javi Baez, of course, is having a really, really good year, and we'll get yeah. into him. Yeah, I just, I out of spite, I'm not picking him. Mm-hmm. But Schwarber is having a heck of a year, and ironically, it's he's not being talked about. Yeah, the Cubs, Cubs fans, and and that whole team love touting Kyle Schwarber, and I just feel like I haven't heard about him at all this year. But he's having a great year, and yeah. I, I mean, I would. I think they'd be in a bad spot without him. Well, and if you're going to bring up Kyle Schwarber, I got to bring up my my bum in chief, rocking an 11 and two record with a 2.25 ERA. John Lester hit a three run home run He's today. He's getting hit hard though. He yeah, had a three. Yeah, he hit he a, three, hit run a home? three run home run today. Yeah, I mean, I got to go with Lester, 218 opposing uh, batting average. He's got a WHIP at 1.15, which is a little bit more than I think you want, but it's not bad. You know, I, he is he is their he's their anchor. He's getting hit hard because his stuff isn't. That's why I'm trying to like as we speak. As I'm much. trying to look up his batting average on balls in play. That's a good. That would be a good stat and, to have. Uh, yeah, it, it's two thirty four right now, which is which would be his career low by his next lowest would be like two sixty three. And this and just it, goes two, to show you what defense does. Exactly, for a it's so true. I think that more than anything it does, it speaks right. to the Cubs infield defense. You have Addison Russell Look, and Javier Baez. Ronaldo Ren- Lopez's stuff is better right now by quite a bit than John Lester. John Lester yeah, knows where degree. to pitch people. There's he knows people would argue that. Absolutely, but he knows how to get ahead of people. He knows how to pit. He's he's that experienced vet that you need. Some of these numbers are kind of crazy. When I mean, he like, throws strikes, he gets ahead of people. He lets them hit into the defense, which is like a steel trap out there. You know, whenever you've got Baez, Russell, Bryant on your in your infield, and Rizzo is an incredible first baseman. You got a fast. Uh, you got a fast outfield. Schwarber's obviously a liability, but Jason Hayward has. Always been good defensively. Mm-hmm. He's also been a sleeper MVP for them. Who is Hayward? Yes, yeah. he has been good. Just yeah. maybe not. He's I also not been think their the last expectations player, are so low for him that right. like it, it's, maybe not MVP. Yeah, he's doing good probably stuff. not MVP. But if you're expecting Hayward of previous years, and now you've got this Hayward, not much better, but he's better. Mm-hmm. But to, Lester to me has been their has been their MVP. He's he goes up, and I just think he knows how to pitch in. At ballpark with his defense, he knows how to get ahead of hitters. He knows how to compete against hitters. He still can't throw the ball to first, which almost <laughs> that should make me. him not breaks a pro. But you know, hey, he's eleven and two. Better Some than of me. these numbers that I'm looking at, just so his his numbers are so interesting. I mean, he's on pace right now to have his lowest strikeouts per nine innings since he entered the major leagues. He's projected to have his highest amount of walks per nine innings since 2011. I mean, just those two right there. It it's sense. crazy that he has a 2.180. Right. So it doesn't there's, make sense. There's going to be regression, but, but I know I'm not trying to take anything away yeah, from him. He's a, yeah. he's a gamer, which That's, is something like as an athlete, just you there, you know, like I always say it all the time, I understand gymnastics is not like no, the other sports, but, but like you can tell the people same. who are just like, it doesn't matter how they're feeling that day. 
as long as they're going out there and they're competing against yeah. other people, they're going to step the hell up. And yeah. They're, they're going to beat you nine yeah. times out of ten, and that's John Lester. And when I was pitching, there were always players that, ha- you know, there was all, or when I was playing, there was always pitchers. Sorry, got that mixed up. That might have been better, might have had the better record. You knew they were going to strike out more people. But innings five, six, and seven, there was really only a couple pitchers that I wanted out there. And it didn't matter how well they did in the first two innings or in the last game. They were the, our best players at those moments. And Lester, you know, with his history, very good playoff pitcher, as John uh, mm-hmm. Eli mentioned. But I, I think he's just doing what he has to do right now. And he's pitching some, you know, his his glamour stats, win losses, mm-hmm. batting average. Nice. Those things, those are those are wonderful. And at the end Just of the day, isn't it. that kind of all isn't that how you get paid? Yeah, isn't that how you get paid? Well, yeah. Ask you, Darvish. Yeah. Um, oh man, not to bring that up. Not right. to bring that up. Since we've talked go. good about the Cubs for a little bit too long here, I want to go into this this Javi Baez tweet that I came across that I haven't read to you yet, Alex. I haven't heard this tweet, the, so this is well, live. I mean, I've always had the. The view that, especially this year, like, yeah. just chill out on the hobby bias a little bit, Cubs. He's, like, so much fun to watch. Yeah. He's he's good, very good player. God, he Very looked, good. He looks so good in pinstripe, he, he black would, and white he would, pinstripes. He would, but, so Buster only tweeted, only tweeted, Mike Trout on pace for 127 runs, 180 hits, 141 walks, 84 extra base hits, 47 home runs, 25 stolen bases. He's got an OPS of 1.10. That was a tweet just to yeah. show. And this guy responded, don't get me wrong, those are amazing numbers, but I would still rather have Javi Baez on my team. Trout is like Todd Hel- is like the Todd Helton of his era. Great numbers, but boring as hell. Give me some El Mago over boring all day. That is astoundingly stupid. How how that, in that, yourself that are is, you to that write is something like that? Remarkably that was stupid. from Tyler Bird at BJ Bird <laughs> BYRD two. Just in case you want to look it up for yeah. yourself, because that is real life. That's um, that's a terrible. He said terrible, outright that he would prefer to have Javi Baez on his team over Mike Trout. He could have Javi Baez on his yeah, team. Yeah, sure. I'll, Fine take, with me. Mike I'll Trout. take Mike Trout. That's if we're picking whoever, if you get the number one pick in the MLB and you don't take Mike Trout mm-hmm. and you take Javi Baez, I'll take the number two pick and, and I'll he, take you Mike should Trout. Also just be and you also shouldn't be, yeah, you shouldn't be running a baseball team. Yeah, well, luckily that is, this guy's not running a baseball yeah, team. No, absolutely. But it, come on. But that goes to show, like, and this love of narrative over the love narrative of, of what you see with your eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that I don't, I don't associate all Cubs no. fans with that. But there are enough Cubs fans like that where I'm gonna. And when you read something like that, it's hard not to just make generalizations. It it's is. Like, you know what? That's your friend. That's Cubs your fans. friend. That's yeah. your friend That's saying right. those things. That's right. Deal with your friend, Cubs fans. We'll call you good. We understand you're good. Yeah. But call them out when you see but them. That's ridiculous. Your pitching staff. Kind your of pitching sucks. staff is getting old. Yeah. All right. Getting old. Let's move on. Shout to, out really quick to Jose Quintana, who's just a wonderful guy. He is, a, yeah, a wonderful guy, but he's, my, he's not like my son. Quite a, but he's not a great guy. Pitcher, as not we a thought. Great pitcher. Um, Jameis Winston, three-game suspension. And the, the rest of his career. And, and, <laughs> yeah, honestly, is this... is it, Should be. It feels like everybody's kind of sick of him and, and sick of waiting for him to be good, but now it's like when you have this yeah. on top of fact that he's really kind of quietly underperformed oh for yeah the Buccaneers do you think he's that like one pick I mean 
Do you if think he's done soon with the box? Sounds think, like they're I think pissed. I think they they must immediately start planning for a future without him. Like I, I don't think you I don't think you resign him. Did they already? I mean, out, out of his neck for his next deal. Like I, I don't know what they can necessarily do right away. But this is a player who's obviously had trouble with this in the past. Oh God, so much. He of got that. off of that. He got off of the uh, rape uh, accusation at Michigan or at Florida State. Excuse me. <laughs> and now you've got this. I mean, he's obviously had character issues. I think these things, especially you know, morally, you can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's you can't. So it looks it. like he's got two more years on his current deal with the Bucks. This well, year he makes. Seven hundred and five thousand dollars next year. He makes twenty one million dollars. That's. I mean, I think you've got to try and get. I mean, if you can get that twenty one million dollars, I mean, the books, I don't see them trying to do that for one yeah, year. No yeah. reason to really do that. But especially in the NFL, they don't right. do they stuff, don't like, do stuff that. like that. But I no mean, players. You, you, it would be. You'd be surprised if you saw him with the Buccaneers past twenty nineteen. Oh, sure. I, 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 like, especially, again... The poor Buccaneers. Or poor Buccaneers are just like, you did this to yourself. Because yeah. there was a ton of people going into that draft who were yeah. like, I know he's good, but, like, this guy's kind of an Mariota went after him. Went yeah. number two. Uh, I mean, I think... He's not sold. I'm not sold on him yet, but I'm he's not clearly either. I would rather, rather have him. Yeah, at least his point. team's made the playoffs. Yes, you know? yes. I think, I mean, if you're the number one pick... I mean, given what we've seen from players like Carson Wentz, and I never thought I'd say this, but oh my God, Ryan uh, Goff, did I Jared call him? Jared Ryan Goff. Goff. Ryan Goff. <laughs> Ryan I always call him Ryan Gosling. I was going to say, you want to call Ryan Gosling. I've been calling Why him. Why is that not his nickname? I don't know, but I've been calling him Ryan Gosling for so long. I almost said the guy from LA, you know, quarterback from LA, <laughs> yeah, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. He Gunslinger. Is, have we ever seen Jared Goff and Ryan Gosling in the same room at the same time? I don't know. I, can't. I don't know. I we'll, we'll, get our, we'll get our research I'll, I'll be team on, on that. I'm Googling Jared yeah. Goff, Ryan Gosling as we speak. But, I mean, he really really stepped up in year two. How many years has Winston been? Is this his third this going into fourth? Well, I already exited. I think he's I'm going pretty sure into this fourth. is Yes, this is his fourth season. Uh, that team hasn't improved, and they've got Mike Evans. I mean, they, they have a weapon for him. I, I think he, I think even just looking at what he does on the field, I wouldn't be sold on him as a franchise guy. Yeah. Now you take what he's doing off the field, and you've got to say, well, this isn't a player that we're interested in at being the face of your franchise. So I think Jameis has got a. I think he's done. I don't know. I don't know the time frame. Like I'm not sure what they can do. They wouldn't mm-hmm. release him or anything like that. Well, I guess they could, but I don't think they're going to. No, this is the NFL we're talking about. Yeah, no, that doesn't just happen. But he's suspended for three games. That fourth game would be against the Bears at. I don't know if this says that Soldier Field, but. Hypothetical question. Give me, going into that game, or past that game, past mm-hmm. week four, what do you think the Bears' record is? And the schedule goes at Green Bay, home against the Seahawks, uh, at the Cardinals, and sorry, it's home against the Buccaneers. So going into that Buccaneers game, what yeah. our record's going to be? 3-0. and You think 3-0? and 3-0. and I was going to say 1-2. and Because... We're going to start the year off hot at Green Bay. <laughs> Mitch is going to tear that ass up in Green Bay. 
Seattle at home. Seattle's a shell of them. Their I think that's selves. the one. Cam Chancellor retired early. Yeah, I know. Today. He retired today. Earl Thomas is the le- bullet left in the chamber. That's I know. It. I know. Two I and think, zero. I think. I think we're one and one there. I think we get Don't, smashed no. by the Packers. Okay, I could see that. I was gonna say I could see. I think that we more. beat the. I think we beat at Seattle. the Cardinals. New quarterback or new new quarterback? Yeah, new coach Glennon. You're gonna kick. Him into the ground. He's not starting. I hope. But he'll be on the well, sideline holding the clipboard, and we're going to beat him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Was it Bradford or him? Yeah, I think so. Or would they, no, jo, uh, no, Josh. What? Sam Rosen. Not they Josh got, Rosen. They Sam got, Rosen's the old Yeah, that was, a, that was a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drew Rosenfeld. Drew there. Rosenhaus. Yeah, Drew Rosenhaus. Or Rosenfeld. <laughs> we're uh, killing names there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a better re- research. Get our yell at our research team. <laughs> yeah, They're the need, ones not handing it's R&D. us R and I've been name. paying them, sending them checks, and they haven't. Yeah, and really they just haven't been doing it. anything with it. So I think uh, I, I don't think we're going to win that game either. The Seattle one? No, the, the Arizona one. Why? What makes because, you other than you being a pessimist? I'm a why pessimist. Are you saying, exactly. Why? Because I I've seen it happen too many times where it's we should beat year. a team. It's different. It's this always year. different this year. <laughs> it is. It's though. always different. It this is year. though. There's a new coach. I know. I. I mean, it hasn't worked look, the past two. Coaches. How many new coaches? <laughs> how many times? This is the Mark Tressman was going to take us to the Super Bowl. I still believe in, in a Mark second Trestman. year. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's the mad scientist of offense. I think he could really do something with it. Yeah. I don't think that. I I don't know. I think I think we're one and two going again. I think we go two and two. I think we beat Tampa. Okay. I think we're one and two. I wrote down this thing, this thought I had on the Seahawks, because after today when the answer announced he was retiring, I just had this, like, picture in my head of Pete Carroll, like, <laughs> chomping his gum, like, yeah, really hard, yeah, standing in an empty film room <laughs> and looking around like John Travolta in a Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it's just the defensive film room. He's like, yeah. guys... Or he just starts saying, like, all right, Sherm, what's... Oh, <laughs> oh, I mean, Cam. Cam, oh, oh. God. Michael, oh. Cliff Averill. Cliff, oh. Who's, who do I have left? <laughs> Russell. Do you think he wakes up at night every now and then and just goes, why the hell didn't I give Marshawn Lynch the ball? Yeah, I mean, he, he has uh, wakes up often. Or it's just something he just or battles he just, every or, day. Yeah, right, that's like, what I mean. like, this is way deeper and darker than we even think. Like, I it's think that's something that's like, we laugh, we're like, ha, do you think he wakes up? I think it's, it I think kills he does. him In inside. a cold sweat, yeah. and, it, and he wakes up with it, he carries it around yeah. like a monkey on his back. <laughs> I think that's... Poor guy. But he should have run the ball. That was a dumb play. It was a dumb play. Dumb play. I can... That's one, that's one of the few, like, scenarios mm-hmm. in sports history where, as a fan, you can look at that and you have free reign just to be like, you're an idiot. That was a dumb play. You're an idiot. Yeah. And I can say that without being like, I know I'm just a fan. No, you're an no, idiot, No, that was Pete. dumb of you. you okay. Three chan- yeah, anyway, enough about that. I think, uh, the, I think we go two and two after that. Week yeah, we're going, we're going three and out. Oh. And then, you know, maybe Jameis comes out hot. I'll give us a loss there. And then we go into bye week. Three and one. I don't know. Three and one. To end this, I want to ask you a, uh, you know, test your knowledge here. So, earlier this week, Edwin Jackson made... A start mm. for his thirteenth major yeah. league baseball team, and uh, <laughs> God. my question was: is try to give me I knew it. thirteen. You're trying to give see 13? how many you can get. 13? So give me give me t- thirteen teams. I'll okay. write them down. All right, and let's see how many you can get. All right. Well, Sox, Cubs, okay. Cardinals, Diamondbacks. At a certain point, you just can start naming yeah. teams, and yeah. you're probably gonna get pretty close. <laughs> we'll see how many you get. Washington. 
Okay. I think you might have something there. Oh. Now it starts getting that's, sketchy. That's five teams. That's five teams. Now you just start naming teams. Now I'm just Brewers. Uh, Austin. Let's see. <laughs> I have two. Uh, Angels. I think there was a guy with the last two. name of Jackson that played for the Angels that that's I'm eight. thinking of. Four more teams. We'll go with. <laughs> we're just gonna rapid fire him here. Uh, we'll do Mets. He More than anything, this is an exercise for you to remember, yeah, remember all baseball teams. teams. Um, Orioles? Maybe the Twins? And Pirates. Okay. Let's I don't think he played for the Pirates see or the how Mets. how many you have got. So, he did play for the White Sox. Okay, one for one. one. He did play for the Cubs. Two for two. I know he played for the Cardinals. He did play for the Cardinals. Three, or three for three. Diamondbacks, he did. Yeah. Four for four. Nationals, five for five. How about it? Brewers. Research department is on it. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Stand by. Did not play for the Brewers. Shit. Eh. Did not play for the Red Sox. Mm. How do you search Angels? (laughs) (laughs) No, he didn't play for the Angels. No Angels. How excited are you guys to listen to this right now? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he didn't play for the Mets. Oh, uh, yeah, I knew he didn't play for the Mets. Orioles, Twins, Pirates. Did play for Baltimore. Okay, I had a feeling, actually. Didn't play for Minnesota and didn't play for the Pirates. Did you get five? I think I got six. Did you get six? I got six out of 13. Who are the other teams? Who else did he play for? They gave you 12 guesses. Well, add one more. Just how about the Yankees? Play for the Yankees? I don't know. But that's no, a lot. He did not. That's the bottom of the line. Teams. There you go. That's wait. But does that mean he had a good career or a bad career? That's a good question. I don't. I think that means you were a trade piece your entire career. Yeah, or you're just the guy that you're like, ah, we need someone to start. Right? Is Edwin out there? Is he yeah, available? Yeah, can we get Edwin Jackson? <laughs> I think Ironically, every team is like, yo, we need Edwin Jackson, and they get Edwin Jackson, and they're like, Edwin oh, Jackson man, does anybody had a else want this guy? Point three three ERA for the Cubs in two thousand. That's you, Darvish numbers there. Ooh. Hey-o. <laughs> let's, hey. let's depart sorry, on that sorry. note. <laughs> sorry, you. On that note. Alex just ruined your lives, Cubs fans. Just kidding, but no, you kind of did. I kind of did. Kind of did. All right, well, hopefully we got some good le- uh, guests coming up for you guys uh, soon. You know, the the research and development team's also working on that. Yeah, so, uh, our PR department and all the interns are, are really... They're hard at work. Yeah. They're doing everyday stuff. They're, they're grinding. 80, yeah, 80-hour week. We, we hold our staff to high, uh, yep. high hours. Got to be held accountable. Yeah. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next time. You got any departing thought? No. Guys, hobby buys is not as good as you think it is. All right, we'll see you later. Adios. Adios.